Humanity Chats, a conversation about everyday issues that impact humans. Join us. Together, we can go far. Humanity Chats in COVID. Oops. <laughs> Humanity Chats in conversation with Timothy Stutz, all the way from Spain. Hold on tight. good to see you. It's wonderful to see you, Margie, and be with all of the listeners. Yes, yes. Um, welcome, listeners. Welcome, viewers. Uh, you guys are amazing. You keep coming back week after week. As you know, this is Humanity Chats. We talk about everyday issues that impact humans. I am your hostess with the mostess, yours truly, Margie Marge. <laughs> And today we have Timothy Stutz all the way from Spain with us. We would love to learn more about you, Mr. Stutz. Share a, a brief bio with us and also share some fun facts. Um, well, I'm known as the magical kids books creator because I've had the blessing to write 86 stories so far. And I have 10 more on the drawing board and ideas for many, many more. And all, all of my stories, they're called fairy tales of the heart, and they connect everyone with our humanity, and they're a blend of magic and mystery, fantasy and reality. They talk about values, and they weave in principles of child development and human development so that parents and children learn to communicate with love with one another and in nonviolent ways and re really protect the innocence of children while stimulating their creativity. And I started writing children's stories about 40 years ago. And that was literally at the time I owned a chocolate shop. And one day I received a big box that I did not order and I opened up the box and looking up at me were 50 little smiling teddy bear faces. So I, I actually discovered as a, as a certified public, past certified public accountant and a lover of Hardy Boy books when I was a child, I investigated and found out where those books, where those bears belonged. And the people were kind enough to give me the whole box of bears and I carried one of the little bears with me in my car as a passenger. And one day after about two weeks of being with this little bear, I picked him up and said, who are you? And he said, I'm Poet Bear, which made sense to me because at the time I wrote a lot of love poetry. I wrote poetry about philosophy and things that were going on in societies around the world. So I packaged the little bear together with a book of my poetry. And when I got it all together and put it on the counter of the candy shop to sell, my mom said, you blew it. That should have been a children's book. And I said, well, 
you know, if you read my things, mom, they're not for children. But, but somehow her comment planted a seed. And six months later, I found myself with an idea for a children's book. And after that book got finished, they just kept coming one after another. So it was nothing that I set out to do. It was like a gift from God. And I've been writing them ever since. Now, um, Mr. Stutz, do you publish your own work or do you have a publisher who works with you? Um, Balboa Press published one book called Fairy Tales of the Heart, which is 14 of the stories together. And another book called The Ballad of the Bees, which is a poetic story about bees and talks about how the life of bees and fun facts about bees and also how bees help humanity and have been around for 70 million years pollinating all the lovely fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds that we all love to eat. Other, other than that, yes, I do publish my own books. Oh, that's good to hear. So it, what is your goal um, writing these stories? Because you were telling me earlier um, in, in, in our prior conversation that um, you believe in self-empowerment. So what is your goal in writing these stories for kids and families? My goal is to empower children and families to stimulate the creativity in children. I, I had the great good pleasure of studying with one of the world's best experts on human development a long time ago, Joseph Chimpierson. Joseph said that our ability to create internal images was the highest achievement of mankind. And so my stories, for the most part, do not have illustrations on the inside. They have beautiful cover illustrations. But I want the children to create their own pictures by listening to the words or by reading the words without having to get an impression of what's on a page already. And that also stimulates conversation between the reader and the child. And they can come up with much more than just reading the story. Oh, wow. I hadn't thought about it that way because I'm a children's author, too. But in my books, there are illustrations because... I believe that sometimes when these kids see themselves um, in books, they are empowered to become what they see or they're empowered for their imagination um, to go as far as it can. But I hadn't looked at it on the flip side where you leave the pictures out so that they can imagine it themselves. Yeah, Matt, it also develops the neural networks in the brain, too by doing that. So there, there's a more interact, interactive process going on within the child. So, you know, that's why some of my stories, they're fully illustrated. The Ballad of the Bees is fully illustrated. It's beautiful. And I think children learn both ways. Oh, wow. And um, you know, that's I was going to say one, one of the things that I have a book club and I do a monthly reading online for the children. And then during the subsequent month, they get to submit their own illustrations mm -hmm. and they can use paints and pencils and color drawings, fabrics, whatever they wanna use to create what they're seeing in the story. And then we take all of those pictures submitted by the children 
and were created and illustrated by the children's book out of all of my stories. Oh, wow. Um, so that's a way that you are empowering the kids to be creative. Cre creative and participate in a group activity together. And yes, and, and also to employ to engage their parents with them also. Well, um, Mr. Stutz, so where do we find your books? They're all available at timothystutz.com. Well, viewers, listeners, I haven't seen Mr. Stutz's books, um, but they're available on timothystutz.com. Do they happen to be available on any of the other uh, platforms such as Barnes & Noble, Amazon, or um, Kindle? Uh, the, the books, the, the books that Balboa Press published, "Fairy Tales of the Heart" and "The Ballad of the Bees," are available at Amazon, and they're also available at Balboa Press. And the, the Ballad of the Bees" also has a wonderful audio book with it, and the audio book includes some songs that I wrote with about bees that kids just love to sing and dance to. Oh, well, so what has been some of the feedback that you've um, received? I know you have all these kids' books out there, and you've been empowering kids and family. Um, what's the feedback that you've received that lets you know that your strategy is working? Oh, the feedbacks that I've had from educators and parents and also the children, you know, especially, especially educators that I wrote, um, I wrote, I did four coloring books for the state of California. And I, I took common fairy tales like Little Red Riding Hood and The Three Little Pigs and Goldilocks and the Three Bears. And I made coloring books out of them and also changed the stories to embrace staying away from alcohol, staying away from drugs, staying away from tobacco. And those those were published by the state of California and one school district printed their own 50,000 copies of those and distributed them to everybody from kindergarten to grade three in one school district. So they found them very valuable for educating the children in a very fun and inspiring way. A fun and inspiring way. I'm excited um, to learn more because I, I will be visiting your website to, to, to learn more because I do interact with kids. And um, this is a new way of exposing, expo a new way for me, uh, exposing kids to adventure where they can also make stuff up along the way. So thank you for doing that. Now you talk about families, empowering families. So your work doesn't only um, have to do with the kids. How do you reach the, the older um should I say the young adults or the adults in the families? It's all of the stories, even though they're written for younger children, they all embrace topics that we face, that adults face. And I also know the importance of oh, raising children in a loving, caring responsible way. So weaved within the stories, there's lots of subtle information for adults to pick up on so that 
you know, if they if they weren't raised, if they didn't learn about human development when they were growing up before they had children, they can learn from the stories also. I have I have one set of stories that are written for um, expecting parents to start reading those stories to the children while they're in the womb because babies start interacting with the outer world at five months. And then there's the follow-up story for the first year, year and a half of the child's life, then another follow-up story. Um, one story where the child actually talks to the parents from inside the womb and tells them, you know, what it needs and what it would like while it's in there. Um, I, um, um, that's an interesting concept. I, I, my imagination hasn't gone that far as to um, actually imagining the, the child talking to the parents from when they're in the <laughs> womb. In my experience, I, I, I have seen parents talk to their child when they're in the womb, like, be good and, you know, uh, play <laughs> music for their child, for their development and all that. But um, to imagine that the child is talking back is, to me, it, it kind of looks like, oh, that could be a movie where you have a child in the womb and the child will be saying, mom, I want you to eat this food or dad, do that. <laughs> or I want to listen to this music. And Margie, I actually got the idea for that story. Um, when my daughter was about two and a half years old, we were driving somewhere and she was in the back and she starts she started to describe where we were going and my mind immediately thought she's never been there before never and so I just started really going back in my memory and the only time that she had been there was in the womb so that started me questioning and wanting to know you know when are we conscious when <laughs> when does all this magic start <laughs> well, um, if we want to get into all that, we're going to talk all day um, because <laughs> we have all these questions about, you know, not knowing how this world truly works. Uh, sometimes mm -hmm. things happen and you think to yourself, it was just supposed to happen this way. Um, that's the timing. That's destiny. That's, you know, we have all sorts of explanations for the daily happenings, but um, we really, we really don't know how how it works. Um, we're all passing through this world and we take it one day at a time. Um, exactly. I, yes, yes. So, so have you ever thought that your books would, could probably make, uh, could be made into movies or a series? Oh, I've thought about that a lot, you know, little short stories and, you know, I, I probably have at least 20, original characters that children would just love to see on a screen and interact with them and the, the main the main character of my stories is bliss berry bear who comes from the great bear constellation in a blue pearl starship and helps children figure out problems they have or helps them see things from a different perspective and he has friends up in the Great Bear Constellation, Believe in Bear to help children believe in themselves, and Chi Bear, who, because I'm a Tai Chi instructor and a Qigong instructor, I created Chi Bear, and Poet Bear tells all the stories that rhyme, 
because children just love and they learn a lot from stories that rhyme. And I found in the last two years, most of the stories that I'm writing are coming out in rhymes. And that never happened before for me. So I, I'm a perfect example after 40 years and being 71 years old that these stories still stimulate my creativity because now I can rhyme things that happened before. Um, so it's really yeah. quite wonderful. And Blissberry Bear has a sister called Bhakti Bear. And yeah, so it's a lot, a lot of fun creating new characters to inspire children. Well, um, the rhyming part, I'm still working on that. Uh, in my in my uh, in my in my spare time, sometimes I think of myself as a musician, and I try to write lyrics, and 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 I'm like, oh, does it rhyme? And sometimes I'll try to say it to my son, and he's like, no, mom, don't don't even try that. So, <laughs> so kudos, <laughs> kudos on the rhyming part. Kudos on the rhyming part. Well, so if you were, we're having this conversation, um, and you know, Humanity Chats, we talk about everyday issues that impact humans. So Mr. Studs is here today. He is an author. He's written 86 children's books. He's still going on writing. He's been empowering these kids through imagination uh, and empowering their families as well. If you had to title this conversation, like what would you title it? Is that is it an empowerment series? What would you title this conversation as? Oh, fairy tales of the heart, because that's like that's where we all come from. When we're living in our heart, when we're connected to our heart, then everything happens. You know, it's like our heart, our heart knows. So one of the things I like to share with parents is that they just tune into their heart. You know, their heart can help them make choices with respect to their child. You know, just take the time and don't, don't, don't react from the head, but respond from the heart. Wow. Fairy tales of the heart. We should listen to our hearts. And when we're acting, we should listen to our heart um, before we think. Um, for parents or for expecting expecting parents, fairy tales of the heart. Let your heart speak to your baby as you're carrying that baby. Um, <laughs> well, uh, this has been an interesting conversation. Now, you you said you were talking to us from Spain. Is that where you live now? I do. I li I moved here four years ago. Oh wow! So do you yeah, get to? Um, mm -hmm. Go ahead. I was going to ask, do you get to interact with a lot of your readers in Spain or are most of your readers in the United States? Where are they located? Mostly in the United States and English-speaking countries right now. And so it's, it's my interaction right now is mostly online. And if it ever becomes more than that, I will be flying back to the United States. And I just watched you in front of a library, I think in South, South Carolina, were you? Yes, yes, I was. Yes. That, that was just that was so wonderful to just watch you there and sharing with the children and the benefits of reading and sparking their imagination and how you got so much out of books and learning even about ice cream. <laughs> yes, that, that portion. 
viewers and listeners, you have to go back and watch that video. Um, <laughs> yes, it's it's the kids who read video. And I talked about how I wanted to eat apple pie when I came to America. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, um, you know, I, I had... I had the the man who made Disney's original costumes, you know, decades ago. I found him and I had him create a Blissberry Bear costume for me. And I, one of my dreams is to be in that costume and interact with children and go into hospitals and, you know, hug children and just share the love that way, you know, without even saying anything, just be a big bear hug and light up children's lives. So when when things take off, I look forward to being in front of people like you were in South Carolina and just being available physically for the children. Yes, yes. We pray for safe times, healthy times. The world is changing so much these days. And so, um, yes, um, you know, I, I am curious. Um, I want to learn more about your work. And so I'm grateful that you um, you offered to be on our podcast. Uh, it's amazing the guests that we get from all around the world. I mean, we, uh, we, we have people in basically every time zone, I should say. And, and that, is, um, that is refreshing. Uh, viewers, listeners, you know, I just met Timothy. I don't know much about him. We are all discovering together, but I did learn about how he um, encourages children to use their imagination through his work. Even if you're not going to read any of Mr. Studd's books, you've learned that we can encourage their creativity. And so I've gotten something out of this conversation. What have you gotten out of this conversation? Let us know in the chat. We appreciate your feedback. And Mr. Studd's will be getting that feedback as well. Remember to go to his website and check him out at Humanity Chats. We do not try to impose. The opinions are that of our guests. But you know what? What connects us is our humanity. It doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter your race or ethnicity. Our humanity connects us. And together, we can go far. We hope you are going to tune in next week to listen to our next guest. But until then, from Mr. Timothy Stutz, who lives in Spain, and your very own Margie Marge from South Carolina. We say thank you for watching Humanity Chats, and we will see you next time. <laughs> oh, blessings, blessings, blessings for this beautiful service. <laughs> blessings, everyone. We will see you next time. <laughs> for listening share with a friend we are humans from all around the world one kind only and that is humankind your friend margie marge <laughs>